Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 396 for April 23rd, 2023. My name is Nathan Reeton Spruth, and joining me this week we have Connor, the cyberpunk monk Besh. It's a me, Yahoo, I'm here. I have yet to see that movie. Oh. I haven't seen it yet either. I hear it's I hear it's pretty good. And then we're also joined by Andrew Roe McFain. Wahoo, Mushroom Kingdom, here I go. My brain was almost like, we are joined by Aroa.website. I'm like, no, that's not it. I am the website. That is that is where you can find Connor and and Aroa, though. That's that's where all and of you. our links are. That's where all of our links are. But I'm sure it's there's true. one one link that Connor wants to point out. That's right. That's the link to Clinton's Core Classics, the Rise of the Rune Lords first edition actual play podcast. And you could actually find that anywhere that fine podcasts are found. Clinton's Core Classics, Rise of the Rune Lords. That's us. That's us, and we're we're definitely not changing that name anytime soon. No siree. Uh, you can find me, Nathan Reetonspruth, everywhere at Reeton. The big one is Twitch. I'm there Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific Time to 9 p.m. Pacific Time, playing video games. I got a new game to play through this week, uh, or start playing through this week, so we'll talk about that in a minute. But first, we're going to ask Aroa, what games did you play this week? Uh, I played a few things. Uh, you may have recalled that I've played Risk of Rain 2 off and on. And here this week, I've been playing quite a bit of it. I did no particular reason. Uh, it's just fun. Fun game. Uh, I also played Fortnite. Because I'm 12. Did, but why? You do some Fortnite Uh, dances? It, because the uh, the current thing is Attack on Titan, uh, uh, they're doing they're doing a crossover event with Attack on Titan, and it's fucking fun. because uh, you get the fucking omnidirectional movement gear or whatever, and like it feels so good. It's like, it, what if what if Fortnite, but you play as Spider Man? And it's super easy to control and it just like feels really good. And it's really exciting to like essentially charge at somebody and like they can't hit you because you're moving too fast. And it like so effortlessly gives that sensation of like, oh, yeah, this is what it was like on the show where they're like zip zooming around and then you come in close, and then you you kill him with the sword. Like, it's great. I love it. And you can also get uh, the Thunder Spears, which are basically just RPGs. Uh, but you punch to, to, <laughs> to launch them, because why not? Uh, and those things are fucking great. Like, yeah, it's just, it's just fun. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah that's good. I'm, I'm, do you play the non-build mode or the build mode? I my brain is not young enough to do build mode. I I can't under like I played like once years ago and I'm like struggling to figure out how to build stairs 
And then you yeah. watch videos where people are just like, boop, 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 and then shoot people yeah, dead. They, I'm just like, I can't. That is too much I, multitasking. I played, I, I, whenever Fortnite didn't have no build mode yet, I, I played a few games. And every time it was just like, I don't understand how you, like, how do you retrain your brain to react to somebody shooting at you with... I need to press this other key that causes me to build a series of, of walls or stairs to immediately jump and climb up them as I'm building them. Like, oh boy, uh, I guess that's what I guess that's what it was like for like dudes who were like 18 or 20 whenever Doom came out and then like Halo came out. <laughs> I was and thinking it's... I was thinking the same thing, but even even beyond that like the you know the the 40 year olds or 30 year olds who first got a regular nintendo like yeah a, in, in nes just being like these buttons do this and trying to train yourself on how to just play video games uh, I, yeah it's like it's like handing a handing a an xbox 360 controller to your mom mm -hmm. and then she's she's it, it's like the stereotype of they can't move and look at the same time because their brain just doesn't comprehend that action. Oh, it like handing somebody an Xbox controller back in the day, if they came from uh, PC gaming or they've never just like played a first person shooter on a console. Uh, I have a friend who will call him Ace. That's what he always wanted to be called. And I would I handed him a controller to play Halo with him and he would just like look all the way up and then all the way down every time. <laughs> uh and then eventually, you know, you get a hold of it or uh, the hang of it, but it just when you're first like kind of trying to adapt doesn't work. Uh but anyway, so you played some Fortnite, had some fun with that. Did you play anything else noteworthy? Uh the only other thing that I wanted to mention is not a game, but rather a th an experiment that I'm doing. Uh, I've noticed that uh, my posture is probably terrible. Oh, mine but is awful, yeah. In any case, my wrists are starting to ache. And I had a uh -oh. bit of tendonitis the other day. Oh, no. So I've always been prone to tendonitis, so that just happens. So I had the idea, well, it's probably because, like, my wrists are not pointing the way that they should. So I went on Amazon and I bought a pair of wrist braces. Uh, and so I'm just wearing these while I'm using my computer. You know, I've had some like pain in my wrists years ago. Like and I thought maybe this is tendonitis. Maybe I'm getting carpal tunnel or whatever. And uh, no, like I, I can use a computer like ever since then, like I'm just like I can use a computer fine. And not have or that. You got problem. a girlfriend, and now your pain went away. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Uh, but yeah, so that that's good. That's good that you're you're taking steps to hopefully minimize that that pain. Hopefully, the tendonitis goes away. Ha has it it's, helped? So, well, the tendonitis I think was was just kind of a byproduct because, or maybe it was just a coincidental thing. Because, like, I have had problems ever since I was in high school where, like, if I overexert the muscles controlling any of my fingers, 
those fingers will become very swollen and sore for like a day. Uh, and I was trying to to mess with this Hellraiser cube that I got from Timu, and it just will not come apart. I don't know why. But um, you're not summoning Satan enough, okay? I'm sorry. I know uh, it's not Satan. Leviathan. <laughs> but I, uh, I will say, it's incredibly comfy to have just like a bar of aluminum sitting underneath of your of your wrist all the time. And that sounds like I'm being sarcastic. I, I'm not. It, it's like it just feels like my hand is floating because the pressure is being spread out over this like five inch portion of my of my arm. It's great. I so I just imagine I'm thinking of Katie like going downstairs to the basement and you have like a pentagram drawn on the floor and you're just like trying to say you're like where is pinhead what the fuck <laughs> it's not working <laughs> uh is it it's in a cool cube though is it is it good yeah it was uh, well worth box. the six dollars that i oh, paid for it only six bucks That's yeah because I, I think they're i think they're like reject like oh, good like the, the manufacturer was like like sent these as proofs to whoever had commissioned them and they were like some of these designs like aren't lined up properly and the paint is is coming off in some places. And they're like, okay, yeah, we, we redo it. It's okay. And so yeah. I there's a wrestling shirt company called Pro Wrestling Tees, and they do boxes of misprints. And so it's yeah, only five dollars a shirt. Yeah. It, and, like yeah, it's I, don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I would much rather them resell these things than just like throw them in a landfill. Yeah, I ended up buying two boxes and you have to buy 10 shirts a piece. So I ended up paying $100. <laughs> but it's $100 for 20 shirts. Yeah, which is and like a fine. With, it's fine. At that price, like you you're paying what is essentially like Walmart bulk plain t-shirt price for just misprinted shirts of stuff that you actually care about. I I did get three shirts that say scissor me daddy ass. So <laughs> pre pretty happy about that one. We call anyway. that reading Sunday best. Yeah. So anyway, uh we're moving on to to Connor and we're going to ask Connor what video games you have played this week. Uh, let me think about it. This week I played a little bit of Shenmue 2. That's the game that I play like 15 minutes before bed while I'm, you know, just on my Game Boy. I'm in the thick of it now. I'm probably about, you know, a little bit less than a third of the way through. And boy, is it Shenmue. It's a yeah. lot of talking to people. Hey, uh, where's this thing I need? Oh, it's exactly on the other side of the walkable map. Cool. Thanks. Uh, games can be good without being padded. And I think that was a lesson that was probably picked up after Shenmue 2 was released. I I like Shenmue 2. Uh, I actually played it on the original Xbox. Hell yeah. And, and it, was, it was pretty great. I, I like it. I, I don't think it took that long. It's still, even though it's a little padded, it was still only like, what, 20 or 30 hours tops? Yeah, that sounds about right. And it's, you know, it's Shenmue. It's like part of the joy of this game is the journey. Like. Mm -hmm. You are if you are best immersed, you are doing it right, and you know it's it, it's been good. Uh, it, it's expensive to live in Hong Kong. I hate my job. I, I'm <laughs> selling all of my my capsule toys, and man, being an adult sucks. 
man yeah i it, hong kong's not that expensive but i it, i get it i get it it's in that game it's expensive you, it, there's a forklift driving minigame in that one too correct yes i only have the move a box with the the guy's so horribly voiced in english which again is a part of the charm of this game but uh, he gives you like commands over and over, and he just says the same sounds over. I'll, I'll share a link in it for uh, the podcast chat. It's like and, left, left, uh, left, right, right, right. Yeah, that that's the one. Yep, yep. I've I that's the, one of the few things I remember about that game because it was a long burned time into ago your that, ears. Yeah. And uh, I remember that, and I remember you fight the fat guy uh, yeah. and have to use his momentum against him to beat him. Because you butt kicked. That most people remember catching the leaf, which I guess is like some of the worst quick time event gaming like ever. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, and did you play anything else? Anything else notable? I do have a couple more honorable mentions. I've been playing Mega Man Battle Network, the first one. Uh, I'm right at the end of the game. This game, I, I, I always forget, like, it's a Game Boy game. It really isn't that long. And now I'm just at a point where if I want to go around to get all like the overworld stuff, I have to do a, a just a bunch of farming. And I'm in the thick of that right now. I was going through the options, and they have something called uh, like Mega Blast mode or Mega Max. It, it doesn't matter what it's called, but it turns your main attack into like a super attack. And they know that if you're going to be playing this game and farming it for you know the end game content, you could just turn the setting on and. Now battles don't take 10 minutes each. They take, you know, five seconds, maybe. And boy, do I kind of wish I turned this on at the beginning of the game. Like, it's it's nice to play it the way that it's meant to be and, you know, get the, the Mega Man experience. But boy, if you've done one battle, you've done all of them. And the difference between a shot doing five damage and a shot doing 500 damage is like 15 minutes of your life. I like the Earthbound method of random yes. encounters where it just like nah you won like you, you are sufficiently strong enough you got this homie yeah i think that that should it's it either should be like that or kind of like with undertale where it just stops spawning enemies in that yes. area uh well, mega man battle network i, I understand i understand system. undertale's different uh, under in undertale enemies don't respawn anyway well, yeah, I know. That's what I was going to say is after you kill them all in that area. Yeah. Uh, which it, it, that's what I, I, I understand the difference. But I, for, I, I interrupted Connor. I apologize. What were you saying? It's all good. It was just, you know, it's, it's a Mega Man game. It's nothing too complicated even. Uh, as far as other games that I've been playing, I've, me and a buddy of mine have been doing the lasso run of Halo Master Chief Collection. We have done, bar none, the hardest level of the entire series. So it's all downhill from here. Oh, good. And that's exciting. Gravemind you... is... Uh, go ahead. Didn't you already do that, though? Uh, yeah, we beat Halo 1. So first we did something called Layson, which is Lasso with all the new skulls. But Master Chief Collection has a playlist that you could do that's just all of the games, all normal Lasso, like... And that's what we're trying to do. We're And, like, only... It's like less than 600 people have completed this playlist, so we're trying to get on that list. And uh, we've made significant progress towards that goal. You can do it. I believe in you. And but, was there anything else, or can I move on? Uh, Battlefield 2042, which it's, it's a game. I think it's funny that I enjoyed this game the most when they're like, this week and this week only, you could play the maps from the previous games. 
And it's like, yes, please, more of this. You already have the work done. Why don't you just make this available? Yeah, why don't you just make that a playlist that people can play all the time? I feel like the Battlefield devs are treating their players like dogs. Like, okay, this is the toy they want, but if it's always out, then, you know, they'll they'll get too attached to it. So we got to put the all of their toys on rotation. It's like, sometimes just, just give me the one I want. God damn I, it. I guarantee you it's management and not the devs. Oh, I guarantee you, it too. It's... Yeah. I don't know. It's I, I, it's a bad decision because that's really all I want to do. Indeed. But it's, it's been it's been fun. It's it's been clicking on heads. Good. And we're gonna move on to my uh the games I played this week. Uh, first off, I clicked on some heads in Overwatch, and there's a new healer that I have yet to play because I refuse to buy the battle pass. With the battle pass, you unlock the the hero right away. Uh, if you pay for it, if you do not pay for the battle pass, then you have to go all the way up to level 45 in the battle pass to unlock the new hero which i have yet to do uh but it's it's a new healer and some people like it some people don't uh they can create like one thing that is cool and annoying is that you can pull people towards you the idea is that you can pull your teammates towards you and heal them uh, it's kind of reverse Mercy, where she, like, Mercy will fly towards you if you press a button and then heal you. This one, th- the healer will pull you and then uh, be able to heal you. And then there's another one where, like, they'll create, like, a, a leaf platform that will go up, a flower platform that'll go up, which I don't know what use that is, but cool you get a little bit of an advantage people can destroy that platform though there the, it has health and can be destroyed anyway it's all right the new healer's fine i guess i haven't played it yet moving on i played and beat ghostwire tokyo and on wednesday so tuesday wednesday and thursday i played ghostwire tokyo and on wednesday there are six chapters I was at the very end of chapter four on Wednesday, and each chapter was taking about an hour and a half to two hours to complete. So I was like, okay, this is good. What I'm going to do is I'm going to end here. I should have around three hours, maybe a little bit more of playtime, depending on how long these chapters have been so far. And then the last two chapters are like 45 minutes apiece because that's how my life goes. So I did not I did not finish, you know, play for the full three hours like I normally do. I played for like an hour and a half because video games hate me. It was it was pretty good. I and and noting your point last week, uh there there were some moments in the game that I was like, oh, this is a good spot to test ray tracing. And there are certain points in the game where the ray tracing in that looks really, really good. Uh, I wouldn't say that it like made the game way more playable or anything, but being able to like look at a sign that's like changing colors and then see that reflected in the puddles in the ground, even when you're not looking at the sign, uh, does add a lot more realism, which is pretty awesome. Uh, that being said, it also taxes your GPU quite a bit. I don't think I've played a single game that actually supports ray tracing since I got a 3070. Um, Pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it, again, it's not like the life-changing thing they're, you know, they try to make it out to be. 
but it's really cool. Like, and there were other times where, you know, there's just a bunch of trees and stuff. And it, it's pretty shocking when you have screen space reflections on and you look down and like those trees just disappear. And like they're not they're not reflected in the ground at all. And then you look up and they suddenly come into focus. So it's it is nice and, and just having it on low uh made it a, a pretty enjoyable and stuck at a pretty consistent frame rate with the thirty seventy. Anything higher than that is just gonna tank the frame rate. Like if you try to turn on all of the ray tracing abilities, oh it just it just it's a slideshow. Yeah, it's great. Love it. Uh, that being said, ray tracing also does affect performance quite a bit. Have you been using ray tracing, Connor, in cyber or not cyberpunk? Battlefield. Battlefield. I have. Yes, and, and it always it's so pretty. It's so pretty. Does it tank your frame rate? No, I could stay at a. St I, I do usually stay around eighty, um, and I'm oh, sure I could tweak my settings to more efficiently do that. But like, it's fine. This game yeah. looks great. Yeah. I also played on the on Friday. I got into a beta, which the requirements to get in the beta were stupid. So there's a game called X Defiant, which is being made by Ubisoft, and it's it's base it's a free to play shooter, and it wants to be like a mixture between I think Call of Duty and Overwatch. So each of your characters have like different abilities that you can use, but also it's it's very like Call of Duty esque in the way that you get kills and everything. Was it they label it an arena shooter? Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it, when I was looking at it, the criticisms I had was it had that Call of Duty level design kind of feel to it, where it's like everything was just so overly abundantly just completely saturated with cover. For example, like mm -hmm. in any instance, you can get behind something and be safe. Yes. Or someone could be hiding behind, you know one of 20 different things in just any given hallway. And snipers are super powerful. <laughs> As they should be, but like the uh it's also cross platform. I have a problem with where they because it's the same thing with Halo. Because controller players aren't going to be as good as mouse and keyboard players without auto aim or aim assist. They put a generous amount of aim assist on it, and I'm I'm pretty sure that that has happened with it happened with Halo definitely, and I'm pretty sure that was happening with X Defiant. Um, but I haven't read any criticism about that. I haven't really read much about X Defiant. All I learned was in order to get into the beta, they signed up with like 400 and something creators on Twitch. You watch one of their streams for 30 minutes, then you get into the beta. I don't like that. Um, mainly because it's only for those 400 and some odd people. I think that at the start of the beta, be like, hey, you have, to, you have to watch these to get into the beta, but then you watch anybody else who has already watched those streams, then you can get into the beta, because then it's just driving it to people who are already popular. I also went into this person's stream, and it was super blocky. Like I'm like, you're a partnered streamer and you're streaming at 1080p with 4,000 kilobits per second. What the fuck is wrong with you? Awful. Terrible. Um, that being said, the game was, it was fine. I think it would be better with friends if I had friends. Kind of like I, Overwatch. 
have no interest in playing that game though. I completely no, it, it understand. looked particularly awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think it looked awful. I, I and, and I played it. I, it wasn't it, awful. I did have some fun with it. It just looks woefully like generic. Yeah, I was and, gonna and say. That's what I think. Th- I think it's so ironic too that like part of the point of the the hero shooter genre that it's trying to ape on is that every character stands out in some way. But they the best that they can do is that you have the the four different factions that you play as, but they all look exactly the same with maybe the slight distinction of DeadSec being like the hacker crew. Uh, but like overall, they're all just like they're they're just people with guns. The the only thing that they had that stood out to me was one of the characters has the Sam Fisher eye like goggles. Yeah, that was yeah, it. Yeah, because it's what what one team is Sam Fisher, one team is Dead Sec from uh, Watch Dogs, one team is representing all of Far Cry, <laughs> and one team I believe is Rainbow Six. Yeah. And like that, that's what that's all they got. That's that's the best that they can do. And it's like it's particularly pathetic in my view that they already have a hero shooter that has a unique identity and manages to create distinct characters in the form of Rainbow Six Siege. (laughs) So I I think that they would have benefited quite a bit if they would have been more more towards like Overwatch or Team Fortress 2 where they have kind of a unique art style whereas right now it's honestly too grounded in reality like what it looks they... too much like yeah like somebody you're, said you're... one of my viewers said it looks like the division yeah which which that makes sense yeah, because it's all like it's all just that shit, and like it, it's really unfortunate because like uh, Capcom tried the same thing with uh, re was it is it Reverse? I, I think no was idea. it Resident no Evil Verse. It was they they essentially tried to make a hero shooter out of Resident Evil characters, and it just went very very wrong. Um, I don't know what happened there, but that's a whole different story. But like, I feel like if they would have tried to do something like that, where instead of like having these factions, you just take the standout characters from each of these franchises and throw them in here. And then they have like identifiable special abilities like you've you can have uh, what's his face from Far Cry 3, the the definition of insanity guy. And like he's he can suddenly turn invincible and do something wacky. Uh, can you, you got the? Can you imagine if they had like Sam Fisher? Like you could play a Sam Fisher, yeah, and then have it voiced by Michael Ironside. Yeah, and and like you know that Sam, Sam Fisher, like, Sam Fisher has like a zip line or something. Like like he can do traversal like really really quickly, and it, he like turns slightly invisible whenever he's in shadows or something well, like well, that. There he was, has some some stealth ability. Yeah, there's a character in there is a character in there that one of their abilities is that they can go like. Not fully stealth, but kind of like the halo, the halo stealth, where you like see a shimmer, 
right? Yeah. And it, I, I imagine that if they did something like that, it would draw in a lot more people, at least at the beginning, for like nostalgia factor. Right, but, right. Like the whole point of something like that, the whole point of Reverse was that you have this built-in audience of, oh, I recognize that Resident Evil character. Like, ooh, I want to play as Mr. X. I want to play as Tyrant. That sounds cool as hell. Do you, and, and, do you remember hmm. the Gotham City imposters? Yeah. That, it, it's the same thing. You You're were right. playing in the world of, <laughs> of like, Batman... But you couldn't play as Batman or Robin or anything. You played as people who were <laughs> like part of the joke, like the Joker's gang versus the Batman yeah. gang. So you weren't yeah, actually you were, play you were playing it's the as same a bunch thing. of vigilantes who were dressing up as Batman and being dumb shits. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's what I want to play as. That I, I, I want to be a dumb vigilante asshole. I know what they should have done. And then we're going to move on with X Defiant. Make it like they have in the Star Wars games, the Star Wars Battlefront games, where you play as these generic characters, but oh, then yeah. after a certain amount of time, you can unlock like a hero character, like Sam Fisher or the guy from Far Cry or whatnot. That would yeah. make a lot more sense. Uh, like, yeah, that would have and, been great. And, and that, like, they, they should have done that. They're basically they're like Jedi characters that have ten times as much health, mm -hmm. and they have some like OP ability, but they are they're only on the field for like thirty seconds. They should have done that with. Now they they should have done that with Gotham City Imposters as well. You also have ults in the game. Uh, I played for the entirety of it the pyro, uh, because I really liked his drone ability, and I did you know I didn't do great. Like every match, I kind of suck at first person shooters like that. At like Call of Duty, the only first person shooter I'm good at now is Overwatch. Um, but there were times with the drone ability, I would get like a triple kill and that would be awesome. Anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about some news stories. The first news story is a, it's a pretty happy one, actually. Uh, there is a Japanese retailer that is advertising. That when you buy an a Asus Tough RTX 4090, you can get an Intel Arc A750 for free. What? Yeah. So you buy a 4090, and they send you also another graphics card. Yeah. I'm sure that is indicative of very good sales of the Intel. Okay. Let's cards. let's go let's go a little deeper into this because it's actually it's not exactly what it sounds like at the for the title. It appears that there's only five of these that are being being given away, and it's for like the first five people who buy the tough RTX forty ninety, which is around oh. twenty three hundred dollars uh, converted <laughs> so from from yen to the United States dollar. So what it is is. No one's buying either of these cards, but the Intel cards are so worthless that they'd rather give them away just so that they can have somebody buy these fucking expensive graphics cards no one's buying. Yeah, it says, yeah, it says the store will ship a free A750 with the first five Asus Tough Gaming. Hey, I have an ARC A750. Thank you very much. It's in my streaming computer. <laughs> 
for the for for the hopes that one day Twitch will support AV1. Well, they will. It'll they, happen. They just need to start it now. Anyway, so I thought that this was funny. Uh, uh, I. It's just it's it's so expensive. Twenty three hundred dollars for a graphics card. That is as much as an entire comp. That's as much as a very nice entire computer should cost. Not even just like an entire computer. That is a like top of the line gaming computer. Now I have bought, I've bought the eighty version of my last two graphics cards. I got I had the seven eighty and I got the ten eighty. This is the first time where I've just been like for an entire generation now i'm just gonna get the previous generations like mid-range yeah it, it's fine i don't even care anymore like <laughs> the 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 4000 series in general is just so stupidly expensive for no reason mm -hmm. yeah and and that that happened with the 2000 series too is they're just like 1200 dollars for the 2080 ti and i'm just like nah let's, let's stick to my 1070 Keep that until the 3070 came out where I felt that that was actually a decent value. So hopefully I'm probably going to stick with the 3070 until the, un, until the, the 5,000 series comes out and then we'll see if I want to get the 5080 or the 5070. However, the, I was pretty tempted there for a little while when the 3090s were listed at like $900. And I was like, that is that's a lot of VRAM. I think that's like 24 gigs of VRAM or something. And apparently that's a big problem. But uh, if you're interested uh, and you live in Japan, you can get a 4090 and an A750 if you order on this specific website that I don't know, uh, NTTX. Um. You have to be one of the first five people to order on April 30th. That's when, you, that's when you're going to do that. We're going to move on. We're going to talk about some other stories. Hey, who wants to play Pokemon Go, but instead you're playing a Marvel game that's basically Pokemon Go? We just like that. I'm not talking about us talking about story. I'm talking about like... The effort of going through an AR game where, oh look, it's it's Iron Man. I found an Iron. I I could take screenshots of Iron Man superimposed over my dog. Look at my kids that I'm not raising because Wonder Woman's on my. That's that's the wrong IP. Uh, uh, Captain Marvel's on my screen. Yeah, and apparently they're making a Monster Hunter AR game as well. Uh, all those same comments, but with Monster Hunter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if I mean, that's I literally what the basketball one is. There's a basketball one, and it's just, oh, look, it's LeBron James. Wow, LeBron James is in my yard. I can't believe. I, I made a video of my yard with nothing in it, but it but in AR, it looks like it looks like the basketball man is, is making the hoop. <laughs> So I would I would ask you to go. There's a link in the website or in the description below for Massively Overpowered. If you scroll down uh, halfway through, you can see that they they show off the battling system, and it yeah. is terrible. 
Oh, it looks so bad. It's like I like how he's face. filming it like he's reacting like, oh, this is so real. Uh, yes. That's just in the first uh, quarter of the video, I guess. Yeah. Oh, oh. this looks awful. <laughs> yeah. It says it says here in the tweet the animations are cute but janky. Yeah, let's just let's just leave it at the janky part. Uh, Daredevil's just, team. I up love that their weapons just fly out of their hands and then beat the shit out of the of the guy. Yep. <laughs> they don't even move. So no, it says in this case I have a bow. I throw the bow at the enemy and it floats <laughs> around them. The way to use that weapon. That's that's how I always use bows. So let me tell you, probably not downloading that game on I don't play games on my phone in general, but definitely not doing that. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna move on. Monster Hunter might be cool though. Monster Hunter it's, might be okay. Um, it looks very cinematic, which yes. I, I guess is pretty popular for phone day, games nowadays. Yes. We're going to move on and we're going to talk about, they, they keep wanting to make me say it, but I'm going to keep saying Facebook because Meta is a stupid name. <laughs> so the basically Facebook uh, had a privacy lawsuit and uh, they lost or they settled. Either way, they owe you money. And if you go down to the tech spot link below, you can click a thing, submit a form. If you've had a Facebook account between X and X date, then you get you get money. It only for people who live. Yeah, boy. Yeah, only for people that lived in the United States between May twenty fourth, two thousand seven, and December twenty second, two thousand twenty two, and were signed up to Facebook. So theoretically, based on that amount of time, like that, those dates there, I should be getting one million dollars from this because I've uh... had a Facebook account for a long ass time. Yeah, I was going to say that that's the the most interesting part and uh I'm I'm really curious to see how I come out on this cuz uh yeah, I I've, I've had a Facebook account for a real long time and the amount that you get is prorated based on how old your account is. Yeah. So So it says here last December Facebook agreed to pay $725 million to settle a long-running class action lawsuit over sharing users' personal data with third parties. The suit came four years after Facebook's biggest privacy scandal to date, uh, Cambridge Analytica, in which the now-defunct British political consulting firm harvested the personal data of almost 90 million users without their consent for targeted political ads during the 2016 political or uh united states presidential campaign and the uk's brexit referendum it was uh tentatively agreed by a judge last month and now users can submit a claim that's the link you can click uh which must be must be done by eleven fifty nine p.m on august 25th 2023 forms can be submitted online requested by phone or printed and mailed to the settlement administrator <laughs> um and this also, even if you don't currently have a Facebook account, it will still allow you to submit a claim, but you have to like in, enter in some extra data. Whereas since they harvested your data, uh, if you have a Facebook account, you just link your Facebook account and they verify that it's you, basically. Well, you, you don't even have to do that. You just put in the email yeah. that you use for Facebook. I don't know. I did that like a week ago. 
So, uh, and then you select which payment method you want to get paid on, whether it's MasterCard, PayPal, uh, PayPal Venmo, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then it's probably towards the end of the year that you'll actually get a payment because, as they said, you have until March. 20th, if that... I'm sorry, August 25th to submit a claim. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was like sometime next year. Honestly, that would make, that would make sense. Just based on because uh, I've already gotten at least one, maybe two uh, paychecks from uh, Facebook. Not paychecks, but, you know, oh, paychecks from Illinois, because Illinois had their own privacy suit. Mm hmm. Because Illinois doesn't let you gather biometric data without like a bunch of extra legal shit. Nice. Um, but I th I want to say it took well over a year before I got my like. It was a pretty surprising amount of money. It was it was like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, that's good. That's I mean I got, I think thirty bucks, for <laughs> buying a a gtx 970 at some point i got a free pack of red bull once and i don't remember why because red bull gives you wings that's why i mean it was something about no that's that's exact that's exactly why it was, it was because of the, the false advertising yeah with saying the red bull gives you wings yep and and you could get a free pack of red bull and i looked at that and i was like i hate red bull <laughs> well so I did not. I was like, apply hell for yeah, it. Red Bull. Um, now I'm like any, 19 right now. To be fair, it says anyone who wants to sue Facebook separately must request to opt out of the settlement. But realistic, I'm not planning on suing Facebook. I don't have that much money. Wouldn't even get that much anyway. No. No, like, after oh, all the legal shit's done with. No, I'm gonna sue you for twenty five dollars. That's what I'm gonna do. And after that, the legal fees would probably be more, unless you could convince the judge to make them pay for your legal fees. But probably wouldn't. Wouldn't, it wouldn't be worth it. Some companies uh, back in the day, like TBS or Turner, uh, as long as it was like under, you know, a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars, and you tried to sue them, instead of paying the legal fees because they knew it would cost more than that, they would just settle. They'd just be like, "Here's eighty grand." It's fine. Well, most companies do that. Yeah. So if you ever worked, like, for people who worked at the company, they knew that they could sue or threaten to sue and just get get a payment, which was pretty great for them. Now, uh, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about some Twitter stuff. Woo, Twitter stuff. Uh, they did some changes to their API. I think, did we speak about that on the podcast, or did we just complain about it in, in private? We talked about it, didn't we? I thought pretty we sure we talked about it. Pretty sure we did. Uh, so face, or I'm sorry, not Facebook, Twitter, other bad company. Tw Twitter has changed their API so that instead of being free or very, very, very cheap to use the API, integrate the API, it's actually going to cost a lot of money. And I think Aroa had gone over why it's going to cost a lot of money before. Uh, so what they've done is Xbox will not let you share your Xbox clips directly with Twitter anymore because that would require them to use the API and pay a shit ton and then Microsoft would have to pay a shit ton of money. So yeah. you're not able to do you're not able to share Xbox clips directly with Twitter anymore. Which yeah, is uh, Microsoft a made a statement recently saying that like 
with the way that the Twitter API is going to work now, they're just not going to use it. Yeah. Like you just can't do it from, and that's on both Xbox consoles and on PC. Yes. That, that definitely makes sense because who wants to pay a ton of money for that? Like just to be able to share, which it also killed a bunch of third party apps, right? Because they a lot had of apps to use, and bots. Yeah. They had to use the API calls to grab that information to be able to like, you know, see what's on Twitter and they're not able to do that anymore without paying a significant fee. And if it were a minor fee, like a, a either a set fee or like a really small fee, it wouldn't matter. But the way that they do it is it's per number of calls. So well, it's the 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 worst part isn't even that it's that it's based on that it's that the tier jumps from like uh, like like hardly anything up to like $27,000 and there's yeah. nothing in between those two yeah it's it's insane um that being said another twitter thing i don't there's no story about it this week i'm sure i could find something really easily but i just wanted to roll it into this one um, they've since gone, remember how we spoke about how they wanted to get rid of the blue check mark for verified accounts and make the blue check mark only for Twitter blue subscribers. Mm -hmm. Uh, they did that. So they, they took away the blue check marks for people who are famous. And now the only people with blue check marks are people who are stupid enough to pay $8 a month for Twitter. Oh, uh, so are you, are you going to talk about the hashtag block the blue? No, I was going to talk uh -huh. about, I was going to rant a little bit and I apologize. I know, I know rating rants is, is something that's been happening lately, but it's really dumb. So they, they, there were a few people who actively speak out against Elon Musk that still have that blue check mark. One of which is Stephen King. And when Stephen King, when you go to his profile, you click on it and it says he's playing, paying for Twitter blue. And he's like, no, I'm not paying for Twitter blue. That's bullshit. I never, I've, I would not pay for that. That's dumb. And Elon Musk said, oh, don't worry. I paid for it for you. And I was like, no, you fucking didn't. That's not how this works. <laughs> that's not how any of this works you i paid for this thing that doesn't actually cost me anything exactly that and like when i used to work fast food right my i i said you know my my co-worker who was the boss's son you know he got ether for free i was like yeah so he gets free food and my boss was like no i still pay for it it's just at cost and I was like, that makes sense, right? You have a commodity. He has to buy the meat and the, the vegetables and all that to make the burgers. So he's still paying for it, even though his son gets to, you know, tentatively eat for free. But when it comes to a blue check mark, it's not like he's buying these check marks at cost and then selling them. They are an artificial thing that he has created. And is now like, no, no, I bought it for these people. And other people are saying this too. Other pe Of course, they're all people who are paying for the blue check mark. It's like, oh yeah, he paid for it for you. No, he's fucking not. <laughs> fucking stupid. But the block yeah, the blue the thing. Out of the generosity of his heart, 
he checked a fucking box. Like, <laughs> that's uh, it's so dumb. It's like if I was like, it's it's like if I had this podcast and I suddenly like made people have to pay a dollar a month to listen to it. But then for a couple people, I was like, no, nah, you can't listen to it for free. No, that's not how it works. I'm sorry. You, the, the podcast is free. We are even hosting it for free at the moment. So it, it's, it's stupid. I'm sorry. What were you going to say, Heroa? Oh, well, uh, are, are you done with this part? I am done with this. I'm done with this. I, I do have a related thing that we don't have a story for that we probably should have, but uh, uh, Reddit. Uh, said that they're going to start charging for their API as well. Oh no! But okay. but okay, they're doing it in a, they're doing it in a very different way. Um, where like if you are a researcher, or you're uh, like you're you're like a a nonprofit, like something like that. Uh, you're cool. Doesn't matter. You're you're good. You don't have to pay for it. Um. Is it and as also, draconian and stupid as Twitter? Like, I'm not, I'm not necessarily against charging. Well, that's that's the thing. Is like, it's it's they're they are going to be charging for uh, like third party apps that pull in posts, but it's not going to be anywhere near as expensive as what Twitter is charging. And they're also, like I said, going to be making it free for like research groups and stuff that where they're they're really more about harvesting data and they're not trying to make a product or, or sell anything as part of what they're doing uh and reddit's reasoning for this is that well third-party apps the main reason that people use third-party apps is because those apps don't show ads on reddit and so reddit is literally losing money by people using those apps and this is kind of their way of trying to get around that and make up for it. That makes uh, sense. I don't I don't necessarily disagree with the idea because like honestly Reddit is fucking huge and while most of what they store is like text, they do have uh where you can like upload videos directly to Reddit now, uh and images. And I say now, I think that's been around for years now, but like I get it. And and similarly, you know, with Twitter, but there the, the difference is that Twitter is charging absolutely exorbitant amounts of money for their API, whereas Reddit is charging little enough to where the third party app that I use uh, has said that, like, yeah, we'll be fine as long as people keep paying for the the premium version, like the subscription version of my app that I already that I already offer. So yeah, and and Reddit isn't. I mean, I'm sure it's ran by some crazy person who's worth millions of. Or oh, billions they're of dollars. they're pretty greedy. They're yeah. they're pretty greedy people. But they're smarter than Elon Musk. Correct. Like they they're they're yes they're greedy. Most people who have that much money are super greedy, but. They also didn't burn $44 billion buying a company uh, because they didn't want to have all of their secrets exposed, which is why Elon Musk, dis because Elon Musk would have had to like give basically given his phone over to the courts. And that's once, once that started coming 
to where he would actually have to give the evidence over, he stopped and was like, nah, I'll just buy it. Which is... <laughs> that tells me he's hiding something. Oh, you, you, you fucking think? You think that the fucking multi-billionaire is hiding something? Yeah. Mm. So, uh, dumb. I, he needs to just... He needs to sell Twitter at a loss and then just go back and... Like, he was so much better seven years ago, eight years ago, when he was just, like, coming out being like, here's some cool cars, see ya. And now, then, like, he, like, let his actual personality show, and everyone's like, oh, wow, you're a, you're a douchebag. <laughs> anyway, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about our next story. Our next story is one that Aroa posted. I think it's our last story, too. One that mm-hmm. Aroa posted. Uh, where he's really excited because now we have Sega <laughs> buying Angry Birds, his two favorite companies joining forces, Sega and uh, and Angry Birds. I'm just confused. Well, yeah, I'm so genuinely confused. And not even because, like, why did Sega buy Angry Bird Company? Because, sure. Like, okay, you, you, like Sega puts out mobile games, but generally they're just ripoffs of other existing mobile games and they're not necessarily of too great a quality. Like this way, they're buying a studio that is well versed in the mobile world and all that, and maybe they can find some more success. I just don't understand why they paid almost a billion dollars for the Angry Bird Company. Yeah, seven hundred seventy-five million dollars. Why is it everything costs like seven hundred million dollars now? Uh, inflation. Because we have, <laughs> we have multiple stories we've spoken about this week have been around seven to eight hundred million dollars. I could tell you, but then I need to charge you about two million for the the information disclosure. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. So, uh, that's that's weird. It's. I, I do wonder if they're going to start putting Sega characters in in Angry Birds games. They will. Yeah. They and, absolutely will. And vice versa. They're going to have to put they're going to have to put Angry Birds. I'm sorry, the whatever those little chickens were in the Sonic Adventure oh. games, they're getting oh, replaced. No. They're going to turn Flickies into the Angry Birds. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait until we get a flicky Angry Birds crossover. I just want one of the birds to be in a forklift and get launched. Yes. Um. Oh, the next Sonic racing game is definitely going to have one of the Angry Birds as a character. Definitely. Like, that's, that's, that's definitely going to happen. The thing is, though, like, that, that, sure. Like, that works. Why not? I just... <laughs> this is really going to make them enough money to justify $775 million? Like, I... how? How is... Rovi- Rovio was was worth this 10 years ago. Yes. Rovio is not worth this now. Uh, does anyone even know any game that they have put out since they took classic angry birds off of the of the app store because they were losing money on it so the it says here in the story that you posted from kotaku uh 10 years ago 
Atlas was purchased by Sega for $140 million. And they're the people who make Persona. Yeah, but they also had a library of pretty fucking good JRPGs. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. And now Sega's next big acquisition is Angry Birds. (laughs) (laughs) Like, nothing else. But I like they have the the Angry Birds movie, I guess. That came out ten years how ago. Long ago? <laughs> that sure is like Minions level entertainment. And not that Minions isn't like a cash crop in itself, but that ain't it, homie. Yeah, the, Minions is way more popular than Angry Birds. So, um, I, I, I guess the. I don't know. I have I'm gonna, no idea. I'm gonna look at their I'm gonna look at their Wikipedia article here. Let's see what what have they what have they released? So oh boy. Um so you got a bunch of Angry Birds games uh between 2013 and 2014. Uh and then finally you have a game that is an Angry Birds called Selfie Slam. Oh, nice. Uh, no one remembers that. Uh, something called Retry. I don't recognize that. Selfie Slam sounds somewhat sexual. <laughs> <laughs> they, they released something called Nibblers in 2015. Okay. Uh, something called Love Rocks starring Shakira. It's just a tile matching puzzle game. Uh, we got more Angry Birds. Something called Battle Bay that doesn't even have a Wikipedia article. Uh, Angry Birds, Angry Birds, we're in 2019 now. They didn't release anything in 2018. Uh, Angry Birds, Dream Blast, Angry Birds VR slash AR, Isle of Pigs. Oh, you need to play uh, that one. Uh, that it, is, that's it's, on your P- next... it's on PC, apparently. So Your next VR game. <laughs> uh, something called Sugar Blast, which again doesn't have a Wikipedia article. In 2020, they released one game, Small Town Murders, doesn't have a Wikipedia article. 2021, one game, Angry Birds Reloaded, wherein they removed the original Angry Birds from the App Store because people were still just playing the original Angry Birds. Uh, 2022, Angry Birds Journey, don't know what that is. Uh, Since it's an action puzzle strategy game, probably terrible. Uh, Rovio Classics Angry Birds. So I guess that was them re-releasing the original Angry Birds after people got pissed off. Uh, yeah. So they've, they've released nothing but Angry Birds and flops. Yep. Which, like, yeah, that was... I, I watched a video recently about Rovio talking about, like, the, the company's history. And um, would you believe... They made 51 games before the original Angry Birds. I would believe that, yeah. And and not a single one of them was remarkable in any way. Neither's Angry Birds. It's not. It's, it it's, really isn't. It's, it's just Crush of, the Castle. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a clone of Crush the Castle. It's just a Flash yeah. game. that. But it was marketed really well. It was. It was marketed pretty well. well and it, um, it just... It... it there, there were a number of factors. Like I said, there's like a 30 minute long video that I, that I listened to talking about this. But it's just like they, they managed to find the exact right time to put out that particular game 
and everything just kind of snowballed from there. Mm-hmm. And then most of their money they made off of of merchandising, which is how it always goes. But it's just like they fucked themselves by just sticking to that and not managing to do much of anything else. But is that Apparently worth $775 million, though? There are apparently three different Angry Birds television series still running right now. Aren't there, isn't there a Sonic series running as well, or that is going to be running soon? There is a, there is a Netflix uh, Sonic series running right now, which there's also a Netflix Angry Birds series that's running right now. Are you um, watching the Sonic one? I am not. It looks okay. Uh, I don't know if it's from the Sonic Boom writers, but it has a lot of the same sort of feeling, which is cool enough, uh, but I don't. I just don't really don't really care all that much. I'll okay. I'll just watch I'll just watch clips just like I did with Sonic Boom. Oh, okay. I've never I I the only Sonic cartoon I ever watched was the one in the 90s starring Jaleel White. Um which one of the 3? The just the first one. Just the the first the one Adventures. that looked... Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, where Eggman slash Robotnik is voiced by that uh, jazz singer. I believe so, and it looks like somebody singer, did a right? lot of acid before they designed the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One published by DIC. Yeah, the one, the one where it does the the Sonic says. Yeah, that's the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I that's... think Deke also did uh, Saturday Morning. The one yeah. that's more of like an action focused thing that was tied in with the more popular series of comics. There was an Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog comic series as well, but everything just kind of flowed towards Sadam. I did, yeah, I did watch a couple episodes uh, in like 2003, 2004 of the new, like there was another Sonic with like updated graphics and stuff that I watched where he like was transported into our world, I think. Oh, you're talking about Sonic X, the anime. Yeah, I think I saw a couple. Yeah, couple that's of those. that's where Gotta Go Fast comes from. Yes, exactly. Which he never says. It's in the theme song of the of the four kids dub of the show. Mm-hmm. It is, and but, I, I love that theme. That has been internalized now by the entire community for some reason. I don't know. Are you saying you don't gotta go faster, 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 faster? So uh, no, you could have repetition. You it's like, powerful. You could have went to college and got a bachelor's degree, and nope, Ooh. just an encyclopedia of Sonic facts. That's all you got. I, I I've told people at work if you need to know something about video games from like 2006 on back, I'm your man. I just I just want one day to be sitting here and get a phone call and be like. Like some guy just des one of my friends desperately being like, "All right, I'm on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire?" And there's a question about professional wrestling. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> finally, my time to shine. Anyway, uh, before we leave, did you know that the original Who Wants to Be a Millionaire in the in the UK was backed by an insurance company called Lloyd's of London, and so. If somebody won the million dollars, the co- the the TV show didn't actually pay for it. Lloyd's of London paid for it. And the same thing happened in the United States uh, for the first like two episodes of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and Lloyd's of London cut them off. 
because the questions were too easy. <laughs> so apparently the questions in the United States were far easier than the original British questions. Well, you know, it's just like Japanese games coming to America. They always have to dumb them down for dumb Americans. Or just, you know, redub them. And, and then you get some of the best uh, game shows ever in the United States. Now, we're going to move on and end the episode. Leave? Yeah. <laughs> Leave. Move on to what? We are going to move on to bigger and better projects. We're going we're gonna to move on to lunch. That's what we're going to do. I want to thank you for being here, Oroa. Uh, I already ate. And I want to thank you. What did you eat first? Breakfast burritos. I see. I ate waffles for breakfast. And I want to thank you for being here, Connor. Yeah, I could eat. I could, I could find something to eat. What are you going to eat? Uh, I don't know. I, I got some gummy worms. I might eat those. I do love gummy worms. And I've been your host, Nathan Reince Ruth. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Sonic, he can really move. Sonic, he's got a choo.